Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Uh, welcome to uh, hopefully the last ever rainbow flavored thing that we do on Tuesdays. Uh, with uh it's a it's a thing that we've been doing for a while and like ladies and gentlemen welcome to the wwe nxt sour grabs post show for september 27th this is the final of the 2.0 era we encourage you to get in your super chats get in your humper chats leave a thumbs up on this video when you can um and uh, that's how you do the intro to the show, Alex. It's been over a year. What are we? Come on, man. Pick up on it. This yeah. definitely isn't a so, bit. <laughs> uh, it's definitely a bit. Also, uh, I have an excuse this week uh, because I woke up this morning fine, and now I feel like death. We were going to do a funeral show, and there would be I would be able to play the corpse at the funeral because I'm slowly dying. I caught whatever the hell my daughter has had for the last two weeks. Finally, her, the the kindergarten flu made its way into me, and now I am dying. So let's um, let's let's get this over with, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a really appropriate way to start the show because I feel like we've been saying let's get this over with for over a year yes. in the NXT 2.0 era. This was a perfect way to go out. I thought it was very symbolic that we had some good stuff, some bad stuff uh mm-hmm. and some stuff that just made you go what the hell so mm-hmm. um looking mm-hmm. forward to a new era i'm sure we'll talk about it as it goes on but yes um this is the most consistent bad wrestling i've ever watched mm-hmm. i'll say that much like this was mm-hmm. like i just didn't watch other stuff and smackdown was at right. least like up and down um, you had to mm-hmm. watch Raw. I didn't have to watch Raw. I would catch up on stuff that I wanted right. to catch up on and and stay right. posted on things because I felt like it was responsible. But this is by far the most consistently I've ever watched bad wrestling. And I did it because of my dedication to this business. 
and just because I love you guys. So thanks for making it fun because the wrestling has not been good. So we appreciate right. all of you wonderful people who joined us. We do. We do. Uh, this is true. This is a thing that is true. Um, uh, we had uh, a first one here coming from Taylor Cannon. Says uh, today's been a rough, tough day. It marks five years since my dad passed away. I'm grateful to spend the time with the SGS and hashtag Team KLX. We get a lot of these kinds of messages from people either uh, during the shows or on social media. People who uh, who use our hijinks as a way of escaping from whatever is is plaguing them. And the past couple of years, um, that has been a lot for people. And so I'm yeah. so grateful that we can be in that position to provide uh, so many people with that kind of um, outlet. And um, Taylor, you're a valued member of the SGS. We're very happy that we can bring a little light into your life on a very, uh, very sad anniversary for you. Yeah, I'm really sorry about that, Taylor. And I'll just echo Alex. Um, I kind of said the same thing on Twitter, but like, we didn't know what the hell we were getting into a year ago. We started a wrestling no. review show, and now it's a variety hour, and mm-hmm. there are horse It's a lawyers. variety two hours, let's be honest. It's a variety two hours. A variety hours. two Plus. hours. It's very true. Um, but that being said, like, it's the most fun. It's so much fun. I didn't mm. know I could have so much fun watching such bad wrestling. And while that is all fun... The things that I think mean the most are the things that are not wrestling related at all. Like the messages that we get and hear of people paying money to send to other people good wishes and um, the messages we get about being able to relieve some of the tough stuff. Like the fact that we have built a, a community around just the silliest thing is the thing that really, really means something at the end of the day. So thank you for, for all of that. And this is sounding like a weird goodbye speech. We're excited for what's to come, hopefully, because it's under someone that can confidently book stuff. <laughs> but this era of it is closing. Um, so very, uh, very thankful for what the the year plus has has meant. Um, yes, and and to show you that that the the, the, the community we have here is true and real. Even even uh, our local troll uh, Matthew Plus. Uh, is is having a connection, money for Taylor's connection to SGS. Um, so that's very nice showing support there. But Matthew Plus had his first experience watching 2.0 yeah. tonight. He said, I watched 2.0 for the first time tonight. I still hate them, but I have a newfound respect for Alan Katie. who have been watching this regularly. Uh, stuff from Matthew Plus, who's like, wait a minute, who the hell is this and why are they doing this? That's a very, that's a very, uh, very good question uh, about a lot of things. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's not it's not great. Um, we have um, uh, a lot of things to talk about uh, uh, tonight that were just yeah, great. Uh, <laughs> uh, your your father, of course, recurring character Paul Elizabeth Minus <laughs> says, uh, "Greetings to Sir Pringle, the Council of Marks, the Sisters Cease, Team Hashtag Calix, and all the SGS." Condolences to Taylor and stay safe, Florida. Yeah, everybody. We have so many people I know who who watch the show are part of the uh, to the group in um, in Florida. Stay safe. Batten down the hatches, people. Uh, Big time. And really, to the people very, very who scary. who have already been affected in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Cuba. Alex. Yes. 
mirror Alex on Fridays. Uh, his family has already been affected. He's doing some fundraising. You can go check out his page. Um, but there's a lot of people um, that have been been dealing with the effects of, of that too, of course. So hang in there and stay safe, everyone. Was that you or is that me? Is there feedback? I'm I'm I'm, I'm hearing I'm hearing all kinds of feedback. You sound a little that... crazy. It it sounds like you are trying to be me because I was you yesterday. Okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. If you guys aren't subscribed to Fight Plus Alex, I'll take this moment while Alex is fixing his audio. Is that everybody else is having the things with the thing? Is that me or is that you? Uh, hold on. You, you leave. It was you. It's you. It's your, it's your microphone. Yep. That's your microphone. Whatever that is, that's your microphone. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, no, that's bad. I can barely hear you and I, but I do hear a terrible thing that. (laughs) Bye-bye case. We're at least going to mute you. Um, that's terrible. All right. <laughs> oh, wonderful. On the day when I could really use some help here, uh, cause I'm, I'm dragging, uh, because I am, I am, uh, I'm, I, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Matthew plus his plan is working. He's ruined everything. He's hacked into us and, and that's it. That's all we got. Um, <laughs> Sean Michaels will know who I am. He's planning on going into the um, uh, destroying everything. Uh, that's too. Um, it's bad. Uh, so we have here. I don't know if it was anything related to her internet. It may have just been her microphone. Uh, but Matthew Plus says only thing worse than Katie's opinion is her Wi-Fi. Actually, her opinions are worse than her internet. Um, I don't know. Her microphone's worse than her internet. That's for sure. Um, all right, hold on. Is it better? It's so much better now. Thank God. Okay, good. Thank God. Thank God. Sorry, um, I, I had to switch. Oh my gosh. Like, just, oh, you love me. We'll play AEW song. Get a life. Like, it's 1030 on a Tuesday, bro. Make a friend. Um, what? what? <laughs> there's some dorks in the chat. Um, Sorry, I think because I switched computers because everything was wonky before my audio ah, settings got switched up. So we have solved the mystery. Um, yeah. But yeah, today was was the perfect way to close out the 2.0 era. There was some stuff that made no sense. Like, what is a pub rules match? It's just a hardcore match. Like, yep. there were some things that made no sense. And then there were some things that were okay. Um, that Grayson Waller promo was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Uh, I have no but, idea what we're doing with that. Uh, but yeah, we'll dig into it all here yep. on the Sour Who knew Kate's internet also had a full bladder? Please That's another thing. Explain this to my parents. Please don't yeah, make no. me explain yeah. it. Jenny Pringle says, Papa Paul Elizabeth, one true birthday, sick boy, Alex. Ladies of cease and desist, the bangs that run the place, Kate E. Elizabeth, marks in the council thereof. SGS family far and wide. Much love. Thank you, uh, Pop, uh, uh, J.D. Pringle. That really helps. Um, my spirits. Eric Freeds uh, said, uh, happy birthday, Alex Sarah Graps. Kate, happy belated birthday? Question 
question mark? It's not, not recent. Um, this podcast got me to enjoy wrestling with more podcasts and not feel alone. Well, Eric, that's awesome to hear. I'm so happy that this ridiculousness is something that's allowed you to uh, to not feel alone. That's a, that's a big thing for me because I've certainly have felt that way in my life. Um, yeah. Um, and, uh, Tom LaValle, this is true, says, a Happy Tuesday, SGS. This is a huge praise super chat for Drew and Luis and all the Fightful mods. AEW needs to hire them to fix their live chat. Uh, <laughs> that live chat is not great. And and Luis says, I appreciate the kind words, but there is not enough money in the world to convince me to moderate that shit show of a chat. Um, and uh, yeah, and then Sean Blanford says, sorry to hear of your recent case of the kindergarten flu, Alex. I hope you get better soon. Real talk, though. Have you been able to go the whole day without looking up what a try guy I, I is? I have. I have no idea what a try guy is. I don't want to know what a try guy is. I don't want to know anything about the scandal. My hope is that by tomorrow, it'll all blow over. Something else will the terminally online of which I count myself one will be able to focus on something else. Do you, do you know how long ago that whole bullshit with uh, don't worry, darling feels, it feels like it happened during the Mesozoic era. Like everything happens for a maximum of 18 hours and then goes away. So I, I never want to know what a try guy is. And that's good. I was uh, like the burger chain. What the hell's a try guy? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a totally different thing. Uh, SGS, uh, yeah, Louis says, what's it? What is a try guy? Am I might out of touch. Well, who knows? Who cares? No one can know. It is It is unknowable. It's unquantifiable. Who cares? Um, there it is. So there you go. Um, yes, Matthew Plus, our, our resident heel is back. We're going to knock these out of here as immediately as possible. Uh, says, uh, uh, Matthew Plus says, Al, if your show was running short on time, just speak your mind. You'll be speechless. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, and JW Pringle says, Maddie Minus, thanks for doing the job no one wanted. SGS heal, you do it well. Uh, Matthew no, Plus. No, 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 no. If you're going to no. send in your money, make it about my shoulders. So we're not yeah. giving Matthew Plus Co- At least today. collarbone something. See? Uh huh. And, um, and then Matthew Plus says, wait. Prostituting myself. Sour Graps is continuing beyond 2.0? Damn. Yep, we're here for the duration, people. You don't have um, to join, man. Who else? Who, you know who else might be here for the duration? Ilya Dragunov, because uh, he comes out to o- open the show. Um, cuts a little uh, little promo his his with his wonderful half Russian, half German thing that he that he does, where he just sounds like all of the bad guys from Indiana Jones all <laughs> rolled into one. Um, and uh, and so, uh, but anyway, he's interrupted by uh, 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 J D McDonough. And um, listen, old Duncan himself, I don't I don't like the guy, but he's got a point. Like, I just won a match to be number one contender. Wait your damn turn. Um, but uh, the, the, they do have an interesting connection. Like, the, with, Ilya Dragunov got hurt in the match with Jordan Devlin, with J.D. McDonough. Um, J.D. McHoodunnett. Um, and uh, so they have that connection there. You, you may have beaten me, but you didn't escape unscathed because I hurt you and you had to give up. You didn't even get to enjoy your title that you defended. I thought that was that was decent. I, I like that they're actually uh, bringing that into it. But then um, uh, Braun Breaker uh, comes out and and does his wonderful um, his uh, his wonderful impression of his own uncle, 
which even <laughs> verges into Steiner math. Um, he says, I, unless my math is incorrect, and it hardly ever is. I love um, that. That was good. You got a 33 and a third percent chance of of uh, becoming champion because he wants a triple threat. Um, I mean, McDonough says, you guys should fight, and then I'll fight, and I'll fight the winner. And, and the, no, that's not how it's going to work. No. Um, but I also just love um, baby faces being dumb enough to be like, yeah, absolutely. I'll make my, my, my odds worse. Um, what he should be is like, I'm the champion. Um, you never lost your title. And I really, I think that you're a, a fantastic champion. Um, and you, you just became number one contender. How about this? The real number one contender is the guy who wins this match between the two of you. That's what the champion has has the option of being able to say that himself. But he, instead of doing that, he's like, no, I'd like to have less of an option of winning. Um, so Halloween Havoc's going to gonna feature Dragunov versus McDonut versus, um, versus Breaker for the NXT title. Um, and there you go. To think if he and... Brian Davidson were on a tag team. They could be the American Dragonoff. Mm. That would be good, good stuff. I uh, I liked the Steiner math reference. I think we're getting closer to Braun Breaker. Just probably when he goes up to please, the main roster. Please God, I I need it. I just have make to. him a Steiner. Uh, I do have a concern about him, which is that now Triple H is in charge, right? So the you have to look like Braun Breaker. Edict is out the window. Right. Um, I still think he's a star, if not the star of the future in WWE. But I am kind of like, to be that guy, you have to make a lot of... Like, we've seen Roman make some really dumb stuff work. Braun has not made dumb stuff work. No. <laughs> and that's no. true across any wrestling company. If you're the champ, sure. at some point, you're going to have to make dumb stuff work. Right. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, I, th I think the triple threat will be great. Um, Dragunov, as we saw tonight, I, I just think is so great. <laughs> He's such a special talent. He's amazing. I would like him to go to the main roster sooner than later. Um, mm -hmm. Because I just want to see the rematch of him versus Gunther selfishly. Yeah, uh, true. Um, I, I was speculating in a, in, a, in a live chat that I did for, for Raw last night um, that somebody was saying what what do you what do you do with breaker on the main roster and it does feel like you don't bring him up now because he doesn't have that spot there's not a spot to put him right now currently with what they're doing with everything else um it doesn't help that all the bloodline has has held is holding on to all those titles so everybody who would be going for the top title on raw they got to be in the u.s title picture i think that maybe you could put him in the u.s title picture if you brought him up to raw but not with everybody else orbiting Bobby Lashley. Lashley would be uh, a top guy going for the WWE title, but he can't be. He's the U.S. champion, and Rollins wants the U.S. title and all this kind of stuff. So um, I thought, uh, honestly, the best thing for him, even though it would feel like a step down from what he was in NXT, is to come up and be the ultimate hot tag guy. Like, like he, him coming in, hitting spears, chucking dudes all over the ring. He'd be so great at There's The thing of it is that we never got, to, like, without the time that the Steiners were a tag team, you'd never have had Big Papa Pump. 
it wouldn't have worked. Right. He had to cut his teeth as that as that freak of nature athletically um, on in the tag team for it to work. I would love to see him. The best, honestly, the best thing I think they could do is to really actually make the Alpha Academy into something good and not a comedy sideshow with great wrestling that loses all the time. But if you have Gable in the lead of that thing and then Otis and Breakaker underneath him, and they could win the titles when they eventually become available to win and free bird them would be really cool to see how those, all those guys work together uh, because, because uh, Chad Gable always get heat with, with his stuff on the mic and uh Breaker could, could show, could introduce himself to a main roster audience in smaller doses by being the guy who tags in and, and just, moves with such velocity and has such strength about him, but doesn't have to carry a 15 minute singles match because, you know, depend we've seen depending on who he's working against, it doesn't necessarily work. And so I don't want that bad for him, but if he cut his teeth on the main roster as a tag guy, I think that he could uh, move up the ranks much easier than just throwing him to the wolves in the top of top of everything. Uh, I didn't used to think that, but because they've been routinely giving him, let's be honest, like just wet blankets of of feud partners, and the create creative has been bad. Um, it's it's what proven creative. that he can't turn anything into gold. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I I thought, hey, you know what they should do? Bring him up, have him win the rumble, and beat Roman Reigns. And I don't think that anymore. I just don't think that that's what they. And and honestly, it's okay that at the age he is now, he's not ready that spot that's totally fine most guys don't get anywhere near that spot until they're like 32 he's got not almost even a just decade aged. of stuff left you know not even oh, yeah, just but like aged, experience like experience wise yeah that's what i was yeah. gonna say like he is actually very new to this and great at it yeah. proportionately but it is interesting because there's all these other pieces that have come back and i don't i like that i don't know but i need to know that um triple h uh knows so i think that will be good um and i think that like there's no point in bringing him up before royal rumble i like your alpha academy idea i feel like i would want the creeds with alpha academy like if i if i could book alpha academy from scratch it would be sure gable gulak and the creeds probably Uh but um i uh but yeah I, I don't hate that idea. It is just interesting, like, in a very short time, how drastically some people's trajectories have changed. And I think he's one of them. Um, like, I don't even know if he's ahead of Tyler Bate right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's it's well, tricky. We'll see. In, we will see. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, uh, Sean Blanford asks, um, uh, so Ilya is pinning McDonut to win the title. Yes. Uh, I mean, depends on what, what their timetable is for, for Braun. If, if they want to move Braun up now, then you yes. um so i don't know it's um, really that like nxt is actually in a really interesting spot right now because of that because like when did you could stick around for six more months when did you could go up tomorrow like there's just gonna be some ambiguity around it because there's even that on the main roster like i don't know if they have a plan for braun Strowman. truly like they have to figure out stuff so um, but it's, I think it's good. I think it's a, a very, very healthy thing because it seemed like everything was so paid by numbers for so long that at least there's options now. So that rules. Um, yeah, uh, we'll talk, we'll, this is not the last we will see of, uh, Mr. Uh, Dragunov. Um, well, we'll talk about that a little later. Um, uh, Mandy Rose uh, defeated the horse, horse girl. She called her a cowgirl on Twitter. No, it's a horse girl. Obviously, a she's horse a horse girl. girl. Don't, don't, don't confuse Don't do grape like that. No, yeah. No, 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 no. She's a horse girl. Um, I don't know why she's wrestling the horse girl, but she, but she does. Um, horse girl gets to do some things, but then ultimately eats a knee, and that's it. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, we. We then see Mandy cutting a promo and talking about Alma Fire or whatever. And uh, you, you don't really want a piece of this kind of stuff. I don't know. Um, we get. Um, <laughs> we get Alma Fire out in the parking lot, and she says, um, "I don't do verbal warnings." <laughs> I thought was a really good line. It says, I've always been more of a visual woman. And then she takes her bat that's on fire and she lights a sign like the Batman does to warn the Joker or something. Um, but the sign that she lights says, and new. Um, but not doesn't even say that. It says, hashtag and new. And they're like, um, like, like that's that's the least intimidating thing you could set on fire is something that you have you have preceded with a hashtag unnecessarily, like the hash. Why is the hashtag there? Are you are you do you does the people who run NXT think that that's that's how you get something trending on the on the parking lot? Is but but got to put a hashtag in it. I wonder if they couldn't put a space between the word and and new. And so they were like, well, if we hashtag it, there shouldn't be a space. What did The Rock set on fire with his flamethrower? Was it just the word WrestleMania? I think it was his own name. It was just The Rock? Yeah. That's not that much better. And that's the fucking Rock, so. No. But (laughs) the only way it could have been worse, though, was if they was hashtag The Rock. 
That's just, <laughs> that that would actually be worse than hashtag yeah. new. Yep. Yeah. 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 It would okay. be bad. Um, yeah, you win good. some, you lose some. But I like yeah. it out of a fire push. I like the idea of her maybe dethroning Mandy. I think that could be a really good thing. Um, yes, it would be a great thing, uh, particularly because I would I would assume then it would be toxic attraction of the main roster. Yes, um, they they're really been kind of gumming up the works, and I I also can't stand uh, toxic attraction. The, the other two of them talking about how it's their 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 titles. You haven't been the champs. It feels like f- forever, and when you were the champs, you never defended the belts. No. So, like, I, I I understand their heels. I'm supposed to not like them, but I don't. I don't want any wrestlers to be delusional. Like, I don't. I would like them to at least know what reality is. And you're not the champs, and you haven't been for a while. So, you continuing to say that we are the champs doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But no, and this is part of. I had a couple of weeks on the main roster that were a little bit struggling like this of. I'm just going to have to accept that like we're in a new regime. There's going to be some things that don't make sense with the handoff. This is one of them, but I also don't feel like we're going to have to deal with it from toxic attraction very long. Cause I do think they're going up. Cause what else is there for them to, to do in NXT anymore? I think they're, even though it, I have not liked their run at all. I think as far as what WWE would consider successful, it's been successful in, in their eyes of like, this is a main roster ready act, even though the creative hasn't made sense. Like you could put yep. JC and Gigi in the tag division. Mandy is yep. who she is. Um, and you can go from there. So I, I think yep. I, that's, that's perfectly fine, but you're mm-hmm. right in that. It makes absolutely no sense. Right. Kate's chicken tenders. Jam beard says the Yankees will fear the Jays come playoff time. I don't, I don't even know what's going on. All you I, already all I know fear is, them. You walked Aaron Judge like 47 times today. Yeah. All I, all I know is that my, my Brewers had a full collapse since the beginning of August and uh, are going to miss the playoffs because I uh, can't string together a few wins a few wins in a row. But, uh, yeah, too bad. Um, what happened uh, around the beginning of August? You started to make fun of Derek Jeter on this stream. It, Mm, no, what what it was was they uh, they traded away their top reliever for pieces. Nope. Nope. That, that's that's literally what it was. They made inexplicable deadline deals that really ruined the morale in the clubhouse, and they it took them like weeks to recover from that. And by that point, it was over. So. I think yeah, that's probably if, more likely. But. No. I, if, you know what? If you want to believe that and it's not that you angered the baseball gods, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, Don't mess with Jeter. Baseball gods, you and your friggin'. I did not wake up the echoes. None of that bullshit happened. Because that's all <laughs> hooey is what that is. Um, sure. All right. Enjoy losing during Mercury retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, that's exactly what's happening. Um, so uh, Apollo Cruz has another vision. Uh, talks about his vision. He talks about, like, he's got his bloody eye. But he, but um, he. This, this is. The thing. I'm, I'm so. I'm so sorry. I'm going to get hung up on this because it. This is not Lucha Underground. It's and so- even if it, even if it was Lucha Underground, in with Lucha Underground, if a character had visions of the future, nobody else would be able to see them because it's not their vision. So, so he has a vision of of 
Grayson Waller having red eyes. And then later, Mackenzie Mitchell says, uh, what did you think of Apollo Cruz's latest vision? Uh, how would he know? How would anybody know? It's not his, like, I don't like, I don't even know how, like, I understand that we as the audience see it because that's television. But, but there's no reason why Grayson Waller would even know such a vision took place. Sure. And, 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 and Mackenzie Mitchell asking him about it is ridiculous. Uh, yes. <laughs> the acting of this was also just never, like, I was like, did Grayson Waller do cocaine? Like, why is he so, these visions haven't amounted to anything. Man, Paul Cruz is so athletic and great at wrestling. Yeah. Like, he just go wrestle and not have weird visions that other people know about. And if he is going to have visions that other people know about him, can we have him being like, Nana and Boo Boo, I had a vision and your career is going to end or something? Like, not to mention, like, his visions were like a diner vigilante situation, right? And, like, this hasn't, this hasn't led to anything. I was so excited. I was like, repackaged Apollo Crews, going back to NXT. It's going to be really good stuff. And then, just as I simply became a wrestling writer, he simply became a weirdo who's having yep. visions. That's right. Sorry. I had to go back to the single frame because you, you had to leave because your microphone was killing people. No, it's okay. And the only back. way you can make it up to me is by putting up young, sexy Minoru Suzuki. Oh, God. Hold on. Now you will find that. Thanks. Hold on. No, this, wait. This no. This is Mop Edge. <laughs> on this day. No, that's not it either. No, Hold that's on. balls. No, this is no. This is Grayson Waller's worst enemy. Nope. Yep. Nope. That's not it. That's Bronze Pants. Nope. Um. Here we here we go. Here we go. Look at that jaw. He's just. I'm oh like. Yeah. My God. Woof. My God, so what so great! So what a stud! What a what a so stud! Great. Um, so uh, I'm yeah, kidding. right. Um, uh, but it was but Waller is so freaked out by the vision because oh, but my my beautiful emerald green eyes with a speck of sky blue in them. Oh no, what will happen to my beautiful green eyes? It's, it's a vision. It's probably I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what any of this is. Done, well, in his defense, but... Apollo Cruz is bleeding from the eyes. Right, Apollo. Cruz... Nobody is like that's a medical issue. <laughs> no, Apollo Cruz is going to uh, fight Grayson Waller at Halloween Havoc because that's why Apollo Cruz came back to NXT to do this shit and not to be the guy who beats uh, Apollo Cruz for the. I mean, beats Braun Breaker for the title. And, and, you know, and has a run on top down there uh, like Finn Balor did. Like, no, he came back to feud with the Australian that nobody likes. That was the thing that they did. All right. Good for you. Um, I'm hoping we can clear out the stupidity and move on to better things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kate's Chicken Tenders Jam Beard says, uh, Apollo going back to NXT so far has been lamest out of all the main rostered NXT returns so far. Even Dolph was used better. Well, Dolph was was there for like four weeks and was the champion. Like so, so like it wasn't even like Apollo's been there for three times as long. 
and he's gotten nowhere near a championship match. So, no, it, yeah. didn't he lose to Giovanni Vinci or did Giovanni Vinci win? No, Giovanni Vinci it. won. Right. Okay. Yeah, because it was cost by uh, Zion Quinn, who we'll talk about later. Who's a guy who who insinuates himself into much bigger dealings than he is than is than his his pay grade would call for, and then pays the price. So that's probably not the best thing. Probably not. No. Um. Uh, here's also not the best thing. Um. Uh. Wesley had a match with Tony D. Um. And. Um. Uh, Channing, Channing Lorenzo, uh, Mr. Channing, uh, got himself kicked out of ringside because he he wouldn't stop trying to attack Wesley, which would have cost his boss the match. And Tony D was trying to explain this to Channing, and Channing was like, no, I'm sorry, I am the least intelligent person ever to be named Channing. And Channing Tatum exists, so... Don't don't assume he's dumb just because he's a stud. Minoru Suzuki, look at how wonderful looking he is. I know. I'm. 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 I'm not assuming anything. This man thought that it would help his boss by attacking the guy his boss was having. Oh, oh, I mean, uh, Channing Tatum. Oh, don't hate on Channing Tatum. No, no, I'm. I'm. Yeah, and I. I I just. um, You. I mean, listen. No, uh, I don't like it when wrestlers don't know how very basic wrestling rules work. Yeah. And not in a like, haha, I'm out to break them way. In a like, uh, yeah. I'm an idiot kind of way. Yeah. Um, so he gets brought from ringside, and then they have a match that goes, uh, they have a, a picture in picture. Yes. And then I'm going to guess right before the finishing stretch. There's probably like three or four minutes left in the match, maybe. There's a drop toe hold into the middle turnbuckle. And I thought it was a concussion watching it in real time. Yeah. I was like, when they were like checking him out, he wasn't, he was doing a lot of, a lot of this stuff and wasn't getting up. Um, and I don't like those, listen, the turnbuckle pads help, but that is metal behind there. Yeah. And if they're not really padding and you hit that thing wrong, like in your temple, that's going to knock your bell, um, uh, ring your, ring your bell, knock your bell, ring knock your block off, bell. whatever. Ring my bell. <laughs> <laughs> I know that look. Yeah. Paul, who was in the chat, has given me that look before. <laughs> um, so... Dad, so here, you're piercing um, me. Um, the the ref stops the match and awards the match to Wesley because he goes up the X and immediately Tony D is checked on. Um, but the announced team blames a knee, which is absurd. Like yes. they said, they said his knee, his knee hit the mat really hard. His knee didn't get tweaked. Like you're telling you tell me that, that a guy who probably wears knee pads under his very baggy training pants his knee hit the mat too hard and what broke his kneecap i mean here here, i have no idea what happened because this was taped but nobody's told us anything about what's wrong with tony d um this sucks for tony d although i i assume he was going to lose the match anyway um and he's going to have problems with with channing because channing 
wasn't out there to help him, and therefore he lost the match. I think that was probably going to be the story. But uh, it sucked him to be injured. Um, but it was such an odd thing to have the announcers blame a phantom knee thing, especially when they were like, not like he tweaked it, but that he he went down to a knee too hard on the canvas was a very odd uh, uh, odd thing to to mention, um, and he it, it did not look as though he could not stand because of a knee. It looked like he could not get his bearings back, and maybe they don't want to be like, oh, probably a concussion. That's bad, yeah, because that they, makes it look bad. They tend to steer away from anything to do with like head injuries of any sort, which I get. But this isn't the next best thing. Um, like, you could... There's so many... It's wrestling. There's so many other things you could have made up. So, um, I would prefer they just assume we're not idiots and go with what mm-hmm. looked like <laughs> the probable truth. But I also understand. Like, you don't want to call attention to, like, head injuries of any sort. Especially because concussions are something that sometimes have differing timelines and yep. take a while to mm-hmm. diagnose or whatever. So, um, yeah. But yeah, this was kind of a bummer. I just wanted like a really kick-ass match between these two, and it was just a little bit schmozzy and stilted. Um, but you know. And as Case Chicken Tenders reminds us, you need bones connected to the head bone. I'm concerned about your skeletal system. No, but but everything's connected. The knee bones get headed to the leg bone. The leg bones connected to the pelvis. The leg bones, the pelvis connected to the spine the spine connected to the sternum the stern not really the rib 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 cage the rib cage connected to the sternum the sternum's connected to the clavicle the clavicle's connected to the clavicle spinal spinal column spinal column connected to the head bone it's all it's all connected eventually that's the whole point i think alex every week i learned so much on this show <laughs> hey, you know what else is a uh, is something biological that we could discuss? As I cannot pull up our videos because I'm not logged into this instance oh, no. of Streamyard. That's not penises, good. huh? <laughs> Who wants to talk? If you want erect penises, well, one at least yours. Use BlueChew.com, but it's not just about that, even though it is a lot about that. It's about that performance. It's about having that confidence. BlueChew is made with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You know they work, but they work on your schedule or not your schedule. Maybe you're, you're not up to task. BlueChew takes care of that for you, my friend. Get you ready whenever the mood arises or when it doesn't. Prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, and you don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy or the doctor's office. It's because you consult with an online physician, and if approved, come straight to your door. That way you can, you know the rest. Just pay $5 shipping when you use that code FIGHTFUL. Otherwise, your first shipment is free. That's bluechew.com and the code FIGHTFUL. I wasn't done with my segue. I was going to say, who wants to talk about bones when you can talk about boners? So I got it on the on the back end of that. 
which I'll take. You did. You got it. You got it in there eventually. So. And you can get it in there. Get in there eventually. And you like to pay five dollars shipping. You know what else costs five dollars, Alex? Watch out. A subscription to Fightful Select for just five dollars a month. You guess. I'm starting to think you might have already known that, to be honest. And of course you already knew that because like 11,000 other people already know that and they're subscribed to Fightful Select and you should be subscribed to Fightful Select because you get all of the latest and greatest breaking news in professional wrestling. You get all the scoop skis. You get everything that's going on over there. You get producer information, which is stuff that I like to find out. We're getting more and more people unsuspended from brawl out after all out. So many different things. So go to Fightful Select and subscribe. You also get... Fightful Select, behind the paywall stuff, where sometimes I just, I go off. Sometimes it's Alex's birthday like it was yesterday, and I do the jukebox, which was wonderful and terrible at the same time. We found out that I actually do a pretty all right Tiffany Stratton, so you can get those in on your jukebox requests. But subscribe to Fightful Select. You get Alex always and oftentimes me doing Raw and SmackDown reviews and paywall pay-per-view post shows. Me and Alex, killing it, killing it. Yep. More Team Kalex for everybody. More, more of it. Um, uh, Kitchen Contender says, Kate, you missed the segue of, and if you want something connected to the jawbone, Bluetooth. Did I miss um, it? Or did I just know you were going to pay money and we'd also There you go. That? Mm-hmm. Thinking, thinking. Um, Kate's Chicken Tenders uh, Jam Beard says, hot take, Channing Tatum is as overrated as Kevin Hart is, but at least Tatum is somewhat funny. That's your hot Um, take there. I think I've only seen Channing Tatum in Ghostbusters, and he was pretty good in it. But I didn't get on board with the Magic Mike-ness. Wasn't that him? No, that was Chris Hemsworth. Oh, darn it. I got... I got my wrong, like, blonde, overly jacked, kind of generic dude. I don't even <laughs> see Channing Tatum in anything other than Limp Sync Battle, and he was very funny on Limp Sync Battle. There you go. Um, there you go. Uh, Channing Tatum was Magic Mike, yes. Yeah, no, I, no, I, yeah, I, I, I know who I know what Channing Tatum is, yes. Oh, no, good I, I for you, Alex. Not all of us do. No, I'm I'm talking I'm talking to I'm talking to Luis, who's been like Channing Tatum I... was Magic Mike Alex, and I was like I know I know Luis I understand. I decided to take it as personal. Henry Henry T Casey has an expired bit of casting. He says Channing Tatum should be Sting in a WCW movie. Does he want to jump off a bunch of shit? I mean, not not sixty three year old Sting. All right, fine. Like NWO Sting. So okay. maybe I don't know. Surfer sting, I could see it for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. an easy one. What are you chowing oh. on? Dots. Dots. Birthday dots. Mm-hmm. Love that for you. They have um Halloween candy at the Dollar Tree. So I'm like, they get the big bag of the little the little dots boxes. For a buck, can't beat Un- that with a stick. Underrated. Um, Underrated. And, and Co has 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 a, 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 a super chat. 
uh, that is a Simpsons reference, so you won't get it. But he says, um, the knee bones connected to the something, the something's connected to the red thing, the red thing's connected to my rich swatch. Uh-oh. Because that's Dr. Nick, who is doing surgery, and this, the red thing is connected to his wristwatch. He didn't take fire to take his wristwatch off while doing surgery. So that, is, that seems like bad news. Yep. The, they interview Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. And uh, and then uh, former uh, formerly Ashton Carter, uh, now Oral Mensa, or on this show, Oral Messiah, of course, uh, comes up to talk to him about it. And um, uh, <laughs> like, hey, you know what? Actually, you sh- we should probably all hang out. We're probably very, we'd probably be very good friends, uh, especially in the eyes of people in the back, because uh, you know, Shawn Michaels is like, oh, you're all black, you're all in a stable together, perfect, um, and. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, they, they, they're very good friends, except for the fact that they don't like each other because they have to wrestle each other. Of course. Um, that's good. Uh, this was, this was fine. Um, I liked how uh, Oral Men- Oral Messiah uh, was playing along and, 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 and being friendly until he wasn't anymore. And that's good. Yes, that was good stuff. Mm-hmm. There you Shout go. out that's to um, Buggo on Twitch, by the way. You can follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash Lightful Gaming and send us your. Big old thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for rating us, whoever just rated us. We appreciate that. Yes. Thank you. Oh, As Oliver Carter, favorite. not Ashton, not Ashton Carter. Oliver Carter. My fault. Um. Well, actually, yeah, it's it is your fault. fault. It's Luis's fault. Well, he wrote Ashton Carter, and I read it. Now, wait. Amateur. Um. This is good. Now everybody has to put it. Bring the super chats about this. Cast the WCW movie. Because if Channing Tatum is Sting, um, uh, Cage Chicken Tenders says that Hemsworth should be Lex Luger. So okay. cast the WCW movie with your Super Chats. That's the new thing. That's fun. Let's get it done, people. Let's make it happen. In the um, meantime, Alex, what's your favorite flavor dot? Uh, probably a pink or red. Pink. Not green. Nobody likes green. No. You know what I used to get all the time, but I don't anymore because my teeth can't handle it. Jujubees? Juji fruits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm like, I'd be like, I had, I couldn't even get yeah. the teeth to separate. You wouldn't, just, you wouldn't be able to do the show if you had them right now. No, couldn't it's do it. Impossible. Couldn't do it. Um, um, it was Love Wrestling who did the raid. Thank you. Oh, Love, Love Wrestling's Wrestling. great. They're great Thank to us. So Go follow them on Twitter and on Twitch and stuff. They're they're fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Kate, remember how I uh, all I wanted to make sure when they brought in um, Pretty Deadly, mm-hmm. all I wanted to make sure was that they didn't use the implied homosexuality of the characters. Um, to make you not like them. Right. Like they're heels separate of the fact that they may or may not be a gay couple. Right. Well, that's out the window now. Cause that is correct. Cause they, they, this is, um, they're, they definitely want you to hate them. And guess what? They're using the fact that they are, uh, implied to be, I suppose. I mean, if they share the same very small bed, I guess I, I guess that's that's implied that they're in a romantic homosexual relationship. I just I, listen. It that's totally fine. I just don't like the idea that like 
<laughs> that you're using that to get the wrong people to boo them. Eh. Like get them to boo them for other reasons too. Like, I don't know the, 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 the whole, like we feed each other breakfast in bed. Um, uh, there was a whole like day in the life of the yes boys thing that just, it just didn't, I don't know, man. I mean, it's just, I, it's, it's a low hanging fruit that doesn't need to be there um, in the year 2022. Like in my, uh, my opinion. I agree, except I will say, I don't think the intent of this segment was to draw heat. I think the intent of the segment was to be entertaining. I'm more concerned with what they did with Quincy last week than like this. Cause I think there's their heels, but they're supposed to be like kind of silly, like they're comedy ish mm -hmm. heels. Um, so I don't think they're using that as a way to, I don't think the intention is to use their um, sexual ambiguity, I guess we'll call it for now, but implied homosexual relationship as a way to get heat. I'm worried in Florida, it'll do that. I'm yeah, real yeah, yeah. worried in Florida, it'll yeah. do that. Yeah. I don't think that's the intent here in the video package we saw tonight. I think with Quincy last week, it was very evident that that's what they were trying to do. So Definitely have the same concerns. I don't think that was the intent of this video package, but I completely hear where you're coming from. So, right. Um, and but. for the record, no, Bert and Ernie uh, were roommates. They slept in the same bedroom in separate beds, just like I love Lucy, um, just like Lucy and 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 her husband. Uh, also, they slept in separate beds here. in the same bedroom. They're puppets. Awesome. So, correct. Correct. Um, <laughs> A very important distinction to be drawn: <laughs> puppets versus not puppets. Um, the only confirmed puppet sex that I've seen was in Team America, I think. Mm -hmm, so. mm -hmm. Yeah. That's right. WCW casting. WCW the movie. Mm -hmm. Co wants Tom Cruise as Eric Bischoff. Which is not bad, actually. You'll That's never get him, but you should probably contact his agent just in case. Um, Tom LaValle, obvious one. Brock Anderson plays Arn Anderson. Oh, my God, yeah. That's the one thing that he has, yeah. is that he looks like his dad. Uh, Case Chicken Tenders wants Tom Hardy as Scott Steiner and Montez Ford as Booker T. But I don't think we can use another wrestler to play a wrestler. That feels like cheating. I mean, that the only one you can use is Brock Anderson as his own. His own yeah, father. that's absurd. Because even on the casting and, reel, it's like, and Brock Anderson as Arn Anderson. It's like yeah. one of those. Yeah. <laughs> and introducing and, and introducing Brock Anderson as Arn. Um, Henry T. Casey says Winston Duke should be Booker T. And I think that's more of a Stevie Ray thing. I think, I think Winston Duke would be a great Stevie Ray. Okay. Um, I think that'd be really good too. Um, but yeah, like that, that that's excellent. I gotta gotta get a Harlem Heat in there. Um, and DNC uh, uh, Digital says Danny Zuko Travolta as Disco Inferno. <laughs> uh, and Luis uh, Luis has a better casting uh, idea. Just just get a trash bag to play Disco. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Hey, damn it, Smidget. Our boy Zach Schemmel will also led the raid. Thank you so much. Thank um, you so much for building up that that Twitch audience. We appreciate you guys. Yeah, it's great. Um, so uh, we got Sol Ruka's debut, at least on this show. I guess she's doing stuff on Level Up. 
Um, but uh, so like the her vignette is like I'm so at home in the water. I I love I love being in the middle of the ocean. And uh, it's not going to be another day at the beach, ladies, when you face me in the women's division. And um, and so um, my my thought was, wait, who is this? She's she's a surfer. That's her whole. That's her deal. Is that she's a surfer. Um, and so that's that's all the vignettes have been that she's a surfer. The one thing I love doing more than anything else, the only thing I love to do is surf. Uh, and then um, as she's introduced, they're like a former Division One athlete at the University of Oregon. <laughs> and then they mentioned throughout that she's a, a former gymnast. Now Tiffany Stratton um, uh, is a former gymnast. Um, she's been doing pretty well, uh, uh, but like her, 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 Stephanie Stratton's uh, things like she's a former gymnast who's also a daddy's girl and, and, a, and a little rich and a kid. tennis player. Remember and the video? Was tennis so too. tennis at me. Um, but Sol Ruka, like she's even got the name Sol, which is Spanish for son. I don't know what Ruka is, but um, uh. Like nowhere in any of that is she a gymnast. She's just a surfer. Now it, I'm it's fine with me if she's both, but her entire thing never mentioned G being a gymnast ever. It was like I love to surf, surfy, surfy, surf, 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 and it was a weird thing to me that she was like they were like oh by the way, world class gymnast too. I'm like <laughs> oh cool, and she wrestled like a gymnast, which is cool. With the way that you had had presented her in her vignettes um, made me think she was going to like ride a surfboard to the ring. You know what I mean? Like it was just a very odd thing. Um, she won. She seems, she seems very nice. Uh, good for her. Uh, the gimmick stinks. Like, I don't know what, I don't know if you're a surfer gymnast. <laughs> she seems very nice. <laughs> she does. She seems very nice. I don't. I don't even know what the that hell. That sounds like something our, our Linda would say. Um, this was fine. I too was confused by the gimmick. I think from a skill set point, she'll learn how to harness her acrobatic tendencies, if that's the word to use there, uh, into a more logical skill set. I think that's where Tiffany Stratton has really come along, mm -hmm. where the athleticism mm -hmm. was always there, but now she does stuff that makes way more sense. Um, I think she'll, she'll get there too. I liked the, like, the laid backness of her surfery ways in her vignettes, yes. but I do have a problem, Alex, of you being a world-class gymnast and a surfer. I don't think you should be both. I think you should be the thing that makes it make sense that you are a professional wrestler. <laughs> what on earth? It should I, be that. I that think... should be the focus of your character is the thing right. that is wrestling ring adjacent. Right. Unless they're, the, I don't know the, much the gym... about surfing, but I, no, it no. The, like the, a you have to be in, if you are a like a like a, a a real surfer, like you go out there all the time. You are in fantastic shape because it takes a oh, lot of yeah. effort to paddle out there against the waves, a lot of balance and everything like that. That's that is not easy. The, like real surfers are in fantastic shape, and that's totally fine and everything. But I, I feel like the gymnastics would probably be a better help to you in the ring, um, unless you're fighting a shark. Oh, but like the 
the thing thing of it is is that if there was ever a need to like humanize Sol Ruka some more, like have her debut, have her be very athletic, have the people talk about how she's a former college gymnast and was ranked very highly or whatever. And then as a human interest thing, do a vignette of also, I also love to surf. As opposed to my entire reason for being is to get up in the morning and paddle out into the middle of the ocean. Also, I happen to be a wrestler. It's just weird. The problem I had yeah. with Tiffany Stratton initially, and they don't really talk about it anymore. I was like, but what are you doing in a wrestling ring? So yeah. It's more no, it's more that. <laughs> yeah, it is it is that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. So um uh, uh, Henry T. Casey says, for sour grabs, uh, he says, oh yeah, he says, um, um, am I crazy or is NXT trading, por- trading porn accountants for 90s teen show surfers? It does feel like she's on a Disney Disney uh, Disney Channel uh, show. Like, yeah. like, it's like um, the one note gimmick uh, show will never really change, he says. And that is true. Just the idea of um, Hey everybody, let's go and catch some rays at the beach because that's all we do here on, on the on our Disney Channel show. Um, it is it is very interesting, um, and uh, helpfully, helpfully, Luis Polito says uh, that is slang for either old or female significant other. Depends on the context. So uh, basically, uh, son girlfriend is a is a very interesting way to talk. To, to, to oh give my her gosh. a name. We have horse girl and horse lawyer, and we have girl Surfer dating girl. the son. Yes. Oh my she, God. Can she be in a relationship with the son? Like she's the guys, son's girlfriend. Guys, he is so hot. <laughs> oh, no. We've said too much. They're going to do it. We already know <laughs> this is the show. It's true. He, he is, he, oh, my, oh my God, you guys, he is so hot. He's, so he's just the hottest. He's I'm the hottest guy. I, I got so hot. Um, <laughs> so, uh, worst case scenario, it means old significant other, which is great. Um, fantastic. Spend too much time in the sun, you're going to start to look like an old significant other. You're going to start to look like uh, Linda. Um, it's true. Can... Uh, Jason Griefer says, give me Al Pacino as Eric Bischoff. Kate's Chicken Tenders, uh, Jam Beard says, Shia LaBeouf is, bad, is Buff Bagwell. Well, that's obvious. Keanu Reeves is Macho Man. Not, not too bad. And Evan Peters is Raven. But um, uh, Chris Pereira says, Mark McGrath is Raven. Chris Pereira also says, Tom Holland as Billy Kidman, which is Oh, that's, that's, that's a good show. That's, that's, that's a good. really good show. And uh, Chris Pereira says, Mahershala Ali as Booker T. Um, and this one I like from, from uh, Weather Daddy. Hulk Hogan as Hulk Hogan. Only I can play me, brother. Oh, no, they have to do that because it's yep. true. It's so true. Yeah, he's been the same mediocre leg drop 40 years yeah. later. That's yeah, fine. The same, same exact, same of that friggin' uh. So um, we got a, a, a schism vignette, which is bad. Um. And, They're gonna uh, have to if Bray comes back, this is so dead upon arrival. Like yeah. they gotta um yeah. and so we got uh Joe Gacy defeating Cameron Grimes. 
because the dyad gets involved. Um, and so it's dumb. Um, Matthew Plus that has a very good question. If you haven't been watching the show, you would have no idea why the hell this is the case. Why is Grimes Titantron a stock ticker? <laughs> yeah, this goes back. This, this goes, goes back, back a long defense, time. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the idea of that he was a he went away for a while and when he with a legit injury, I believe, and when he came back. He had made a fortune on stop stonks, and he became like a, a, a like his whole character was like I'm rich now. Um, I'm basically a, a trailer park redneck who is now incredibly wealthy. And it was really uh, fun because um, we haven't seen that really kind of fun. And, it's and it also things that are so wealthy. Yeah. Like this was such a fun idea. It was so good, and it was totally inspired. And it played off of recent news, like like the GameStop stonks thing was like that whole thing. It happened like the week prior, and they put the whole thing together. Had a great new song and everything. That's how. We, that's why he feuded with and then uh, joined forces with the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Some really it good was stuff. So fun. Um, and honestly, it totally it totally worked for his character. Uh, and it was fun, and yet he never mentions it anymore. Like he's not at all. That's not part of him at all. He doesn't wear the crazy hat. Um, he's just a, he's just a guy, you know. As, as I don't know, you know. I mean, it's all right, but uh, that yeah, there you go. Um, anyway, uh, Cameron Grimes lost to Joe Gacy. Because the dyad got involved. I don't know what else to say about this. I'll just echo what I said last week, which I still agree with and feel like is true. This is an angle that has done nothing for anybody involved, which is rough. Like, and that happens. I said it about Sammy and Scorpio. I think I made that that call too last week. So you guys know it's not promotion specific. Um, but it, it, it's a thing that unfortunately happens in, in wrestling sometimes. And this is one of those unfortunate cases where don't think this has done a whole heck of a lot for Joe Gacy. I think with Bray coming back, it looks like that's really tough. Um, this has done nothing for GYV, and it's, it hasn't done anything for Cameron Grimes that has been super productive either. So I feel like that's a little tricky. And also, we didn't get a payoff from the shadowy figure that we saw last week. So that was just kind of weird. But I also understand that these were two taped back-to-back episodes, right? So maybe that'll yeah. be something that happens on the kickoff of Black and White and Gold Era. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, Nikita Lyons defeated Caden Carter by screaming at her real loud and then kicking her and then doing the splits on her on her, on her her body. Um, and uh, that's it. So, I don't like the no-selling of the... Um, like where I don't even know what it's called. You basically are like trying to knock someone off their feet from the ground. Mm-hmm. And I liked the initial one of like she just kicked them instead, but you can't keep no selling that makes your opponent look stupid. Right. So that was not very good, but Nikita is pretty decent in the ring. Like we heard in reports this week that um it sounds like Triple H is has a time clock on some of these guys that there's gonna be Cuts and there's going to be call-ups and things are going to be moving uh, along a little bit faster. I think Nikita is someone that will will 
survive any of that too um because she she does have some in-ring ability but they have gotten right. away from the package of like hey her gear shows her boobs and her butt like so they'll have to figure something out with that but she's decent in the ring yeah um, it's a reverse bathing yep. suit i think you said which is what it is mm -hmm. yeah um so there yes so um the proud girls, uh, uh, Zoe and, and 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 Nikita, walking backstage. I think that's their team name. Uh, walking backstage, they're they're talking to the camera about what the hell's you know going on, and now they, yeah, well, Caden tried really hard, but they're, they're just they're just holding on to our your your you with your power and athleticism and striking ability and my experience, says Zoe Stark. Um, you're you're a really good wrestler. I. I have been doing wrestling for a long time is a weird thing for Zoe Stark to say about her herself. Cause I think she's very talented in the ring. Um, Who's the best anyway, going? Like it's like Kenta her. She's totally, she's punk. Yeah. She's totally <laughs> going to, uh, um, anyway, they're, they're like, we're, we're totally going to beat the, beat them for the title. And then they, they're, they're walking up and they're confronted by toxic attraction who says, ah, those are our titles. We're going to get the titles. That's my title. Titles for me. Title. I my title. I want the titles. Um, and uh, and then Alba Fire walks up and lights a path of gasoline on fire that nearly burns all of them. It was just a little too much lighter fluid that somebody yeah, spread out on. on. It, was, was, it, was a little, yeah. it was a little too much. Um, very dangerous. Um, to their to their credit, they kept on going. It didn't didn't go. Holy shit! I nearly immolated. I did. Um, I went. Holy shit! Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I guess I would. Would you ship Alba Fire and Eddie Kingston, the gasoline wielding couple? I probably would. I think. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so. Uh. Yeah. I. Um. They'll they'll have a trios match. Uh. Next week. Um. It was kind of funny that like Nikita and Zoe were like, "Hey, cool! We got the crazy pyromaniac with a bat on our side. That's good for us." So, <laughs> with your athleticism, my experience, and this crazy gal that sets everything on fire, we're unstoppable. <laughs> that's a fair. That's a lethal combination. Uh, it is true. Defense. It is true. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Um, Hey, um, in case you were wondering um, if they were ever going to get me to root for Von Wagner, they finally <laughs> did. So, by virtue of the dumbest booking decision in years, I mean, maybe not the dumbest because it didn't involve, involve a title, but like the most unnecessarily dumb mm -hmm. booking decision in, in, decision in years of having Andre Chase, who pins exactly nobody, pin um, Carmelo Hayes, who's one of your top stars in a tag match last week. Now he gets uh, he gets to be put in a qualifying match. And he th has a pep rally slash press conference to declare this. Um, and uh, and then he berates a reporter. And I guess the, there's supposed to be an inside joke because the reporter's name is Dave. And so what... Who would you ever beat, Dave? You think you could have? Is that you think that was a five-star question, Dave? Oh, I get it. It's a Meltzer joke for the fourteen people who give a shit about NXT enough to watch it, but also know who Dave, Dave Meltzer is. 
Okay, well, first of all, all 14 of those people are on the screen or in the chat. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am not mad about the Meltzer joke. I'm mad that they didn't go for the Nick Houseman joke. Right. This could have been a, a perfect CM Punk play. Perfect, He's perfect at a press thing. conference. He's all pissed off. He should have been mm -hmm. asking about whose improv class he yeah. was in. He shouldn't have yeah. been grilling Meltzer. But um, Alex, you know how in our, our Grease review, which you can watch on Know Your News, mm -hmm. I was like, you know how graduations have fairs at them about Grease? Like that, I just thought mm -hmm. it was in you. So that's a West Coast thing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if this is what part of the country it is in that your pep rally has a press conference at no, it, but what the hell was that? I don't know what that is. I'll also say this. Somebody, I put on Twitter, why would I root for someone who's mean and loses all the time? You get one or the other. Right, right. <laughs> someone yeah. said, well, he's lost his, or he's won like his past four matches, but those past four matches have been on level up one or two on NXT and one that was in NXT UK. And I was like, two things need to happen there. Cause he's on NXT 2.0. He's two and 11 for the year. So yep. either commentary has to sell me on this idea that he's been wrestling across multiple brands and he's on some sort of winning streak, which commentary did not do because they're probably assuming that this audience only watches this show. Mm -hmm. um, or they need to have him start. He should just be running through, he should be beating like five students in a row if you're trying to give him some sort mm -hmm. of push. Right. And then the teachable moment should come after those victories. Mm -hmm. Like that's how I would do it of like, maybe not Bodie and, and Thea or whatever, cause they're protected, but like other people that are at this imaginary school, he should be beating and then say, this is how I beat you. Here's your teachable moment bullshit. Mm -hmm. And then go from there. I have matches on level up in a brand that doesn't exist anymore. It's not a yep. good enough story. For me to get behind yeah. this and i also just there's never been i mean i went to a pretty boring high school i guess but like i don't think i've seen any high school that had a press conference at their right. Pep rallies right that's true that's true no mr dxe the point is that graduations don't have fairs <laughs> only in greece <laughs> that was the thing we because we had a very real recognition of what the timeline of greece was that it was an entire school year which no. seemed ridiculous. Still, still, still not, still not buying it. It was no. uh, not a possibility. No. Um, and yeah, uh, and so anyway, he's got to face Von Wagner. Yes. In, a, in, in about to get into the ladder match, and honestly, it, it is a practical thing for me at this point. Yes, I despise the Andre Chase University bullshit. I think it's the worst thing in all of. And honestly, it's the worst gimmick in all of wrestling. A guy who supposedly runs his own university. And people are students there, but like it's fucking nonsensical. Like Bray Wyatt's shit makes more sense in the real world <laughs> than this. So yes, I hate it. And also, it it would be a lot better if Von Wagner was in a ladder match. Because you need a guy who throws ladders at people. You don't need a guy in a sweater who does nothing in a ladder match. You need the guy who jumps off the ladders and you need the guy who throws ladders. That's the thing. Like you need one of those, somebody who needs to be power bombed onto ladders. Like is, is Von Wagner, my favorite guy to be, to yes. fill that void? Yes. No, but is he an objectively better choice to be in a ladder match than Andre Chase? Absolutely. I would like to jump off a ladder at the thought of watching this match. Mm, me too. 
I don't understand how you have Tony D'Angelo versus Wesley, and one of them has to not be in this match. Right. And you do have Andre Chase versus Von Wagner. Put those two against each other and have the rightful winners be Tony D'Angelo and Wesley. I think this is a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, with the clock running, maybe they're going to see if there's there's anything in, in this Von Wagner after all. Um, at know. least people like Chase can, University. I'm not one of them, but. Yeah. Can, the, can, the, can it be a time limit draw where both men are no longer, uh, are therefore eliminated from the ladder match? Can the time limit draw be 14 minutes. seconds? <laughs> this match is scheduled for one fall with a five-minute time limit. <laughs> um, if there was a character to redo the I'm old, I'm hurt, and I work with fucking children, it's Andre Chase, the principal of a fake university, says Luis. Yes. That's very true. Um, there's, a, there's a Frasier video, and I, I, I confess... It's been a long time since I've heard him speak. He doesn't talk, he doesn't sound like what I do anymore. Who cares? Um, I know, I know. For you, this is, I, I pride myself on my accuracy of these of these impressions. I have you know. I got some news for you about <laughs> Gunther. Then <laughs> all Gunther Austrians sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. That is a fact. That's a statement. A fact. <laughs> um, but Nathan Fraser is playing soccer. Or football, and um, and he's talking about uh, his thing with Axiom and how, like, I'm I'm a great footballer, and therefore I will beat Axiom is a dumb thing to say. It makes as much sense as I'm a great surfer, therefore I'm going to be a wrestler. Um, but the third match in their series is now, as I thought it was going to be, a North American ladder match qualifier. So at least they're they're wrestling for something. So that's good. Can't emphasize enough how you could choose to book both of these guys yep. being in that match, and you have instead put either Von yeah. Wagner or Andre that's Chase. that's true. That's People true. like Andre Chase though, and my problems with him are not his in-ring ability. So, um, no. hopefully, he'll do some something that it's the gimmick. I've, the I've hated the I've hated the gimmick since the very first second I saw it. I hated the gimmick when it started to make even less sense than it started with. Yeah, like I didn't like the gimmick anyway. But right. then when it became he's a professor who's a jobber and now mm. everybody roots for him, that's when it really lost yeah, me. It, it was a weird thing that like it was like it was like I it was like you never uh, you're watching a show and you watch every week and you skip a week because you can then oh uh, you know the DVR didn't record it and you watch the next episode and all of a sudden everything's different. What happened? What, what did I miss? It felt like I missed a week of NXT where everybody, where he cut a promo and everyone started to like him. And I didn't understand what, what I missed because I must have missed the promo. Why Why does everybody like him now? Everyone hated him before. Literally, everyone went from hating him to loving him and I did not understand why. Well, they didn't do any work to earn it creatively. So that's what's tricky well, about it. They never do. Um, uh, so, yes, uh, Zion Quinn... Talks himself into a match with uh, with Ilya Dragunov uh, backstage. Um, uh, Zion Quinn is uh, a, a almost entirely unique to NXT of the guy who looks like he should be something spectacular um, and could be. They just don't book him to ever win anything. 
but he still thinks he's a winner and he's he still thinks he's important he says he's the x factor of um of nxt the zion quinn i get it oh yeah x factor that's the first time i've ever heard him say that but he says it like it's his own catchphrase remember how he was like run it straight and that never made any sense um he was like he gets himself in all these feuds these two-week feuds with people who are higher up on the card with him um than him and he just loses the match and so when when you have zion quinn approach um dragonov um what you what is required to make me give a damn about this match in the slightest is for me to uh have any kind of thought in my brain that zion quinn stands a chance against Ilya dragonov and you would do that you would you would give that thought to my brain um uh if you ever booked him to win anything right. but you but you don't and so that's the problem Yes, it is a little too similar to the Grayson Waller thing in the trajectory that he's on of what you said about like, right. I'm a big deal. I'm really important. I'm the best. And it's like, but you never win any matches. It's kind of all in your own head. And then Quincy Elliott shades him. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, damn, if Quincy Elliott wants to come on the show and call host, he can, <laughs> they can do that. Like, feel free to. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. that's how I felt is you're the X factor, but I don't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it that's not a slight on, on Zion Quinn. I think the potential is probably there, but like it's never brought out by the creative or the booking, right. and therefore I can't buy into it. You you yeah. have to prove that through a series of wins and right. decent creative decisions. You can't just declare yourself right. that. That right. doesn't work. So uh so they have the match. Um because Zion Quinn runs his mouth at Ilya Dragunov. Ilya Dragunov says, let's fight. And then they do. And Ilya Dragunov wins with a torpedo Moscow, um, uh, which is always a fun move to look at because it feels like you're definitely going to kill yourself doing that one of these yeah. days. Um, and um, But Zion Quinn got in far too much offense on Ilya Dragunov. That, this, like, considering who Ilya Dragunov is, who you want us to think he is, as in like a... a, a a uh a, a, like a little buzzsaw machine from the from eastern europe who's a real threat to braun breaker you should have had him come in and against a guy who's been booked consistently like zion quinn he should have ducked a a, a big punch and immediately beaten zion quinn like the match should have lasted less than 30 seconds considering who zion quinn has been booked to be and who you want us to think Ilya dragunov is the the match went way too long so that's kind of the handcuffs that they put on themselves of like if i want if i want zion quinn to feel important he's got to get in some offense against dragunov the thing is is that is that if you're going to have a guy on the roster like zion quinn who you want to put in a match against a guy like Ilya dragunov you have to be consistently booking zion quinn to beat lower card guys on the show he should be winning a squash every other week on the regular show so that he could be have won his last seven matches in less than a minute every time and then he comes up to Ilya dragunov and says i want you okay let's watch this match now and then the match can go seven eight ten minutes and then like but Ilya dragunov wins and that proves something and then you go zion quinn gets pissed and he goes right back to beating lower card guys every other week on the show until you need him to do it again 
And that can be his role on the show. As opposed to, I lose all the time, I lose all the time, I lose all the time. I Every time I do that, I pick a fight with somebody higher on the card than me. just doesn't work for him. Um, that is a very well-articulated summary of the most basic fundamental shit in pro wrestling. <laughs> it really is. It truly is. And that's, that's not a bad thing either. Like, I've actually been saying this about Christian's whole heel run. Um, with the Jungle Boy stuff, I'm like, he's doing very elementary but very good heel work. Um, like, extremely basic stuff, but the shades that he was filling in those stories with, I thought, were were really great. The framework of pro wrestling oftentimes, not always, sometimes you get some really interesting stuff that messes with the framework, but it's usually that simple. Like, it, it's usually very, very, very simple. So, um, getting out of your own way booking-wise is something that I think NXT 2.0, as we are kind of at the end of this <laughs> chapter of NXT, thankfully, that's something they've been really, really lacking and really just, uh, just to be honest, like, bad at. They've been very, very bad at that, which I think is something that Hunter is very, very good at. So hopefully in black and white and gold, um, that is something we will see improve. But yeah, this was... That is tricky. That's a tricky thing to do to Zion Quinn. I, I love Dragunov, man. He's so good. We did see on NXT television, Gunther and, and Dragunov. Um, that's in NXT history. So um, I think it's important to recognize that we should know what Dragunov's capable of, even though he hasn't yeah. been around recently and has been injured. Like, we saw him beat Gunther. <laughs> we saw him beat Walter. So, yeah. um He's he's really 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 a special talent. He he really really is, and I I love watching his matches. I can't wait to see more from him. Yep. Uh, Zion, uh, so Quincy is with Sanga backstage, and Sanga is like, uh, "I lost my match uh, against Von Wagner, and that's too bad." And Quincy's very uh, supportive. Uh, what a nice guy uh, Quincy is, which is why it confuses me why he's he's assaulting referees in a very odd way in the ring, but. Out of the ring, he's just the nicest fella. And I don't understand. I think those two things uh, don't coincide the way they want them to. But I think they'll, I think they'll, I think they will find their footing with Quincy. Um, but uh, then Zion is walking by after his loss, and Quincy's like, Hey, you keep uh, saying that you're, uh, you're so great about um, uh, everything. Uh, and, and I, I just, I just don't, I, I just don't, I just don't see, uh, I also see what, what it, What's so great? What's so great about you? <laughs> yes, says Quincy. Um, yeah, I think what's good is that the Sanga that we saw is not what we heard was happening at the house shows. Mm -hmm. Um, with Sanga, so that that's really refreshing. And I hope that if Veer is going to NXT, we get the presentation of the way Sanga is now versus what Endushare was. Um, so that's great. And Quincy is like very charismatic this was a kind of a throwaway line but everything quincy does like really pops out so very happy for them um i hope i'm, I'm just very nervous how this all gets treated i'm very me nervous too. for how this gets treated with quincy me too me too um uh but we're definitely getting uh, zion versus uh, quincy and which in ring should be really good yeah, it'll 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 be interesting to see what they're what what they're going to do with with Zion going forward and with Quincy going forward, coming out of this thing because Zion just losing another match 
isn't great for him going forward. But for Quincy, you have to keep them um, in their push as well. So what are we doing with this? I mean, listen, I really don't give a shit about Zion Quinn, but he's got an incredible look. Like yes. he just, he looks, he looks perfect for something. I don't know what it is yet, but he's got a look and, and you got to put him in a position where he can start winning some stuff, but not at the expense of Quil- Quincy. So. No. And you know what I would say about Quincy, Alex? What's that? I would say Quincy has a magic about them. You would think, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Like every morning Quincy just gets up. Pours himself a big bowl of cereal. Mm-hmm. Eats it off of like a delicious magical spoon. Mm-hmm. My God, so much magic. You would think that that was packed with protein. That's the kind of cereal it was. I wish I knew if such a thing existed. Who doesn't love cereal? The crunch, the sweetness, the way you can accidentally eat a whole box or sneak it as a midnight snack. Then you grow up and you realize that that's probably not the smartest thing to do. All the carbs, all the sugar, all the unhealthy stuff. But then you find out about Magic Spoon. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. You can grab a custom bundle of cereal and try the magic for yourself. But what makes it different? Zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four to five net grams of carbs in each serving, and 140 calories per serving. But they've got cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter. They've got blueberry muffin, maple waffle, honey nut, cookies and cream, cinnamon roll, all the flavors that you loved when you were a kid. From the classics to the cult favorites to the indulgent ones, all of them available at magicspoon.com slash Fightful. They're so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. And if you go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful, use our promo code Fightful at checkout. You're going to save $5 off your order. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Um, uh, My God, such a thing does exist. Luis says that Coco Magic Spoon is a certified banger of a cereal. Strongly recommended. So there you go. Well, Luis says Comes comes highly recommended by Luis. Hey, you know what else I would recommend? What's that? Leaving a darn thumbs up on this video mm. to help people find us in the algorithm. Get those super chats and hopper chats in. We're gonna try and get as many of them in as soon as we possibly can so that the show doesn't go three hours. We appreciate if you can get your requests in as soon as possible. And of course, subscribe to Flightful Select if you aren't already. More news coming down the pike. It's not a slow wrestling media news cycle these past no, it- five months. <laughs> <laughs> so has not slept. Damon Kemp faces um, Brutus Brutus Loaf. I mean Brutus Brutus Queen. Um, and um, Julius Creed just lets him go out there by himself. There wasn't. There needed to be a. a um, there needed to be uh, a scene between Brutus and Julius. Not that I think they would have knocked it out of the park uh, as actors, but a scene needed to be written for them where Julius is going to go out there with Brutus and Brutus says, no, I need to do it by myself. Yes. A hundred percent. Because, because with what happened at the end of the match, Julius not coming out there um, makes no sense. Um, so, so we have Damon Kemp is a cravat master. 
just just locks in a cravat for six minutes. And uh, then Brutus powers out of it, knocks him out of the ring, and Damon Kemp just walks over, gets a chair, and starts wailing on Brutus, not giving a shit if he gets disqualified. Um, just beats him to death with a steel chair. And four referees come out and make him stop. And then he yells into the camera about Julius Creed. Come on, come get some. Um, and Julius Creed does not. Uh, and it makes zero sense why Julius... We already saw Julius Creed, like, and 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 Brutus, like, hug. And Brutus walk away. And Julius stand there in the Diamond Mine dojo and not do anything. So he's in the building. And it doesn't make it makes zero sense why he doesn't run out there to try and uh, a save his brother, most importantly, and also get him some of Damon Kemp. Um, so yeah, that was odd. I'm nervous. Next week we find out that Roddy attacked him backstage or something. That Roddy <laughs> no. attacked Julius Ro- or something. Roddy, dumb. Roddy ran over himself in the parking lot, and it was all <laughs> conspiracy. I knew it. But that does make me a little nervous with that stupidity. I'll I'll err on the side it was a creative gap. But um yeah, that was it it made the absence so noticeable when they didn't do any work to just say why Brutus was out there alone. Um not the best match we've ever seen. No. No. <laughs> kind of far from um, David Kemp I, I has a long this, way to go, I think. Yeah, I thought this was going to be an opportunity for Damon Kemp to really show what he could do. And yeah, it was mostly uh, a cravat. And like, take a shortcut, maybe, maybe do a chop block or something. When like Brutus is has to be pulled off of him in the corner because Brutus hates Damon Kemp so much. But Damon Kemp lashes out and and chop blocks his knee or something, and then goes to work on Brutus. Like really, like does some really good stuff. And I thought this was an opportunity for Damon Kemp to really show that he could do something. Instead, he intentionally gets himself disqualified because he knows he can't beat Brutus. So how the hell is he going to beat Julius? Like, this is a dumb thing. Like, Brutus may be the bigger of the two, but Julius is by far the more skilled. So if Damon can't beat Brutus, what hope does he have against Julius? So he gets himself disqualified because he can't beat Brutus. This is all all bad. This was The thing of it is, is that the whole thing, because I honestly thought that Damon Kemp's pre-recorded promo thing where he last week was not bad it wasn't great but it wasn't bad it was all everything was justified which is more than we could normally say for nxt um (laughs) jesse ozak figuring this out is so funny to me our resident shakespeare scholar yes their names are julius and brutus creed and I really wanted them to have a third brother that was just named like George or something. Fred. I thought that would be really Fred. Fred. It was Fred. I'm sorry. Fred. Um, I was like. So, so yes. So Jesse, we already know which brother is turning on the other one. And it's going to be Fred. Turns on both of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, Dame, we didn't, we, this whole thing the, the heel turn all of it was hanging by a thread and it required everything to go perfectly for it to actually work and it uh this was a bad choice to have him just give up take the loss and beat the hell out of him with a chair and then to have julius not come out to try and stop it was all very very odd there's something that's frustrating about uh 
DQs that have no build to them of like, I mean, I'm just so sick of DQs anyway, but like that idea of like, it's so personal. I didn't even care about the win. I believe it every time Buddy Kingston does it, but because like the match has to be violent enough that you believe that it's worth foregoing the outcome of, of winning. Um, this didn't have that. Like he was just mostly in a cravat for a while. Like there was no, there was no violence. It wasn't personal until the DQ. Um, so that's, that's just another thing was it was like the story just got turned on its head so out of nowhere and fast, but also predictably that it was not like the greatest execution of, of that, but yep, I'm ready for, for Hunter to take over. <laughs> Me too. Um, so uh, we, uh, we got a, a Lash Legend and Dragon Chu promo, Wendy Chu. She's not Dragon Chu yet. Yet yet but um <laughs> wendy chu uh um saying that she's gonna beat uh beat up last legend last legend so annoying blah 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 and less legend saying whatever this is this is whatever it is like lashley's probably gonna win this thing because they have higher hopes for her than they do wendy which is a crime but uh wendy's always gonna be over um because she's always gonna be entertaining and we need to use that to help this woman who is not ready to wrestle on television to get victories is depressing to me but yeah yeah i'm not like um excited for this feud because i feel like they're at such different points in the the developmental spectrum right like even karen q i don't think needed to I don't think she needed to be a 5,000-year-old dragon lady at any point. But, like, as a wrestler came in from the the indies with, like, a a ton of momentum and and experience, it has just always been really fucking good at this. Mm -hmm. Uh, So my hope is if she is starting to, like, lose a little bit, maybe she'll be called up to the main roster at some point. I think she could do a lot of fun things. We've seen her work in -hmm. in the tag picture so well. I think that could be really good. But uh, as of right now, I'm not excited for the feud because I don't think it's going to do what they think it's going to do as far as helping who they think it's going to help. <laughs> right. But. Um, kind of speaking of which, uh, Double Vest in the Beach got a victory over Gallus. I- I'm going to start uh, an Instagram challenge. Okay. It's called the stop giving dumb stop giving dumb names to hardcore matches challenge. It's a hardcore match. Just call it a hardcore match. It's not a pub rules match. That's dumb. Like it's it it it's it's just a it's a hardcore match with weapons where weapons are allowed. Like I, I don't it's not there's there's it's a pub rules match, which means there are no rules. Then stop putting rule title of things. It's just dumb. Um uh, who brings they didn't the even call it fight pub. pub. They could have called it Fight Pub. Fight Pub was sitting right there. And they didn't even do that. Come on. Um, yeah, anyway, it's just a it's just a it's just a hardcore match with, with things that are legal. And I couldn't be arsed to watch. I don't care about either of these teams. I, I don't I don't care who wins the match. I why is it the I main was... event? Except for the fact that like it gets broken glass everywhere. Yeah, just just logistically not having to make people wrestle after a bunch of glass has been broken in the ring is good. 
Yeah. You know, at least when they did like the the Viking mesh on a ship, whatever that was called, it was like at least they they had a damn ship, Alex. They yeah. committed to that on the main roster. That's true. They, did. they committed to it. There wasn't even a bar here. I would leave this pub mm-hmm. so fast. There was not like there's no fun music. There was no angry Red Sox fan who's like 150 nope. years old sitting at the end of the no. bar. That's the only person I That's ever want to talk to at a pub. It was a stupid pub. Um, it was just a, it was just a hardcore match. Um, I and I am interested to see where Double Vest in the B jar because um, again Triple H said like the clock is running and I don't think I've mm-hmm. seen a lot of growth out of them in ring wise. Um, it's mostly just kind of unnecessary lariats in the in the same vein mm-hmm. as like a Von Wagner. So uh, I would, if I'm like considering people for the main roster, they are not the first tag team that I am probably looking to call up. Um, right. So this did not need to be the main event at all. Uh, I, it, it was very uh, mechanical and not that fun. Uh, and it wasn't even that pubby. There wasn't even that much pub stuff. Not enough pub stuff. Oh, they no, broke the glasses. Fine. Where's the karaoke yeah, they... machine? Yeah. Where's pub things? Um, they Bill should, and Henley they should... works at one. They should have. They, like... they should have uh, smashed a um, uh, like a a, a a plate of really substandard mozzarella sticks over the over the heads. <laughs> you know, and just someone being like, "These are like, cold." Ter- ter- <laughs> somehow they're way too hot on the ends and frozen in the middle how did you prepare these mozzarella sticks and why are they $12 there are four of them here like, like at bar least food the was, bar food was the biggest scam in the world when I was younger and had to go to bars to drink oh yeah it's just like the soft pretzels that you would buy and put in your freezer charged $5 a pop or whatever but like this just wasn't this didn't deliver from a conceptual standpoint or an in-ring no. standpoint or feel like um, a main the event. The only thing that, 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 that came out of this in any way at all was that apparently Gallus was arrested and have been suspended. Uh, they Earlier in the night, Joe Coffey headbutted uh, a security guard. Not the one security guard who's got a name and is allowed to wrestle a different guy. Um, and so he was barred from ringside, but then he came down to ringside, got pushed through a table. Uh, Wolf Wolfgang went through a table in the corner, and then Mark Coffey had a trash can on his head and got uh, clotheslined. I guess I needed coffee to stay awake during this match, Alex. Like at a pub? Do they serve coffee at pub? I guess they do. I don't know, like to sober you up. I don't know. What was what was oh, Joe Coffee? I get ah. The... My brain's this not working properly. The perfect go home for NXT, and that it was creatively miserable and confusing mm-hmm. and not great. This is like the perfect thing to cap off the NXT 2.0 yeah. era. Yeah. I'm like, why Kate's is it kick- happening? What is it? Yeah. I'm confused. Kate's Chinders Chicken Tenders Jam Beard says neither Serena Deeb nor Manami Toyota could get a good match out of Lash Legend. She is worse than when they get a random manager or commentator to wrestle. She's very big, and she is athletic, and she is strong, but she can't put any of that together into making an actual wrestling match. That's the problem. Not yet. Like there, it is a developmental brand. That's something to keep in, in the mind. The thing is that like, if you start if you start putting a clock on people, 
Yeah, that's the thing. Then you can't. You here's the here's the thing. Triple H, I I love the idea of a clock. However, some people their clocks have to be longer than others because if you're you're going to start bringing in these uh, name, image, and likeness kids who aren't quite good enough to go pro in whatever sport they do in college, and you bring them in and they don't know how to do a friggin' snapmare, you're going to have to give them a much longer leash. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm not saying. Uh, I'm not saying Aaliyah long, like seven years in, in NXT long. That's but what one year might long. not be enough. You know what I mean? So. Yes, but also I and I didn't read any details on this, but like the the clock is running might mean marked improvement of some sort rather than mm-hmm. your main roster ready in X time. So I don't know what that looks like. Like that's mm-hmm. that's kind of always been a part of the identity crisis of NXT. Always is <laughs> like what does developmental actually mean? I think it was getting more, the one thing that the NXT 2.0 brand had was that it was more aligned with Vince's vision. And now all that's out the window. So we're kind of back to square one of what is NXT. Um, And like in defining what's NXT, what is level up then? Right. Because I think of it like single A, double A, triple A baseball. Um, I would assume that NXT is supposed to be triple A ish. Like we're we're going to the majors pretty soon, um, and uh, there's talent that are currently there that I think maybe are probably more in the single A double A range. And if those people are people that have been around for five, six, seven years, that's that's like a little bit of an issue. So that is a challenge for Triple H, as we're like this is actually kind of a perfect way to close out the show because um, yeah. I think if we're kind of looking at was NXT 2.0 successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a few people, so Sokoa, obviously, I think it will have been for Braun. I think it will have been for Carmelo. Um, Toxic Attraction will probably be what they consider a success. Like, there are, they have successfully developed people out of it. It is some of the worst, quote-unquote, pro wrestling I've ever seen in my life mm-hmm. from a creative direction. It's really bad. So I'm looking forward to things maybe just making a little bit of sense again. Right. Case Chicken Tender Jam Beer says a pub bar match and no Ron Simmons. Damn. Oh, good Ron Simmons. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank um, you. Uh, so now we have um, a few more, uh, well, a few, uh, several more of these WCW movie castings. Here we go. <laughs> Henry T. Casey says Danny McBride to play Hogan. Um. Uh, Case Chicken Tender says Daniel Radcliffe as Chris Jericho. Um, no. Uh, Kate as Medusa. Hell yeah. Alex, Alex, Alex as Rufus. <laughs> oh, I'd be an honor to play Alundra Plays. Are you kidding? My goodness. Um, Chris Pereira says Henry Cavill as, uh, as Kevin Nash. I think you gotta get Kevin Nash to play Kevin Nash because that would be a lot of fun. We said no wrestlers <laughs> playing wrestlers. I guess I you can know. play yourself. Yeah, I guess you can play yourself. Uh, Electric Mayhem says uh, Chris Hemsworth as Sting, Liam's Hemsworth as Jeff Farmer, and Luke Hemsworth as Jerry Flynn. So Sting and Sting brothers. It's interesting. Uh, Chris Pereira says Diego Luna as Eddie Guerrero. That's not a bad idea. Wow. That would be a lot of fun. Like if you did an Eddie Guerrero story. Like just that's just an excellent pull. Give Diego Luna a couple of cycles of steroids and 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 <laughs> get him all bulked up, 
I, it wouldn't be too bad. Uh, that's Electric a good, Mayhem that's says, uh, Dad bod Chris Pratt as Hackshaw Dim Duggan. <laughs> um, Ef- Chris Pereira says, Zach Efron as Rick Rude. Okay. He's got the abs for it. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, Chase, Case Chicken Tenders says, Paul Rudd. I think he's about half the size of Scott Hall. Um, and, oh, uh, Scott. <laughs> and Johnny Knoxville as, as Vince Russo. I don't, I don't know what kind of, what kind of crazy New York accent that Johnny Knoxville's got, but wouldn't be so bad, I suppose. Um, uh, Nerdguru says Kate dressed as red Beetlejuice kind of rules. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Curtis uh, says, Love my sister's the show, name folks. is Lydia. How about that? Yeah, wow. yeah there you go. Uh, Curtis says, love the show, folks. Happy end of 2.0 NXT. It was a wild ride. Also wanted to thank uh, Kate for fighting the trolls off the rude post of our local wrestling group show photo. Oh, yeah. There was a nerd on there who has no friends, and he got jealous of uh, a picture of a group of people having friends, and um, he got mad about it because he has no friends. Mm-hmm. Good friends. Uh, Graham B says uh, 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 Sean Ross Sapp should play the I'm over this shit Tony Schiavone. <laughs> no more than this week should Sean Ross Sapp be playing mm-hmm. I'm over mm-hmm. this Tony Schiavone. Uh, remember, uh, Ronald Hollock uh, reminds us um, AEW Dynamite versus NXT in two weeks, the war for one night. Um, <laughs> I mean, Triple H flat out said, "Congrats, you beat our developmental brand," which yeah, uh, yeah, is pretty pretty big in it, the white It's play. true now. It wasn't true then. Correct. They thought they were going to slaughter AEW and kick them off of uh, kick them off of the air. Uh, nope. Uh, funny Rob Bebe says so. Bandito versus Y two J on Dynamite should be fun, I guess. Um, Why do you but, hate Alex? D- Define fun because I don't, I don't like it. Was it was hard? It's hard enough for me watching Jericho slow down people who aren't particularly that fast to wrestle with him. Watching Bandito's gonna be like walking in quicksand trying to just okay, 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 turn around before I okay, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And Luis says if Bandito loses against Y2J, I will be probably angry, sad, I will riot. He says he will riot. Well, get ready to riot because there's yeah. no way Bandito is winning, and it'll be um, it'll be it'll be terrible for everybody because don't don't book these matches. Like, here's the deal: Jericho should not be his his he should be the character who refuses to wrestle. That's that's what it should, especially in is the heel ROH champion. He should refuse to wrestle. He shouldn't be wrestling. That's he shouldn't. It definitely shouldn't be like open challenging. Yeah. I didn't hate uh I didn't like that he won, but I didn't hate the idea of like the Ocho going into it. Right. Um I thought that was a fun story. It's just I get it and I don't. I it just when the hell are they getting TV? Because right now it's yeah. just a secondary set of titles on, on AEW television. They need TV really, really bad. Yeah. Um Case Chicken Tenders says uh, Denise is Hollywood Hogan. 
did you see that that cosplay she did that one time? I did. It was incredible. Perfect. All right, here we go. <sighs> Jukebox. All right. Um, you have some in here as well, by the way. I'm gonna put them. I'm gonna oh, put them no. together at the bottom. Put I'm excited because we make more money, but I'm also sad because this was the part of the show where I didn't have to do anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now I have to do things. Thank you to everybody that joined and is supporting. Uh, I joke about having to do things, but we appreciate yes, it. No, you have you have your own page here at the bottom. There you go. All right, let's do. Here we go. Um. Uh, T-Electric Mayhem says, happy belated birthday, Alex. Feel better. Happy belated body gate, Kate. Thank you for bringing some laughs to the world if they're needed. If you're up from before a jukebox, Darby Allen singing Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves. <laughs> Here we go. I used to think maybe you love me. Now, baby, I'm sure. And I just can't wait till the day when you knock on my door, Malachi Black. Now every time I go for the mailbox, gotta hold myself down. Cause I just can't wait till you write me you're coming around. I'm walking on sunshine. Whoa oh. I'm walking on sunshine. Whoa oh. I'm walking on sunshine. Whoa oh. And don't it feel good, Malachi Black. Good? <laughs> that was the perfect <laughs> <laughs> juxtaposed song and impression very well requested very well done mm -hmm. good good um uh how about uh regal how about regal singing uh luis valerial says regal sings sings bad romance by lady gaga okay let's see here i had a friend who once called her as a joke lady gaga and now that's all i can think about when yeah. people lady say gaga <laughs> Oh yeah, Lady Gaga. Um, <laughs> uh, um, here we go. Ra ra ah ah Roma Roma ma Gaga ooh la la. Want your bad romance? Ra ra ah ah Roma Roma ma Gaga ooh la la. Want your bad romance? I want your ugly. I want your disease. Matter the mask. I want your everything as long as it's free. I want your love. Love, love, love. I want your love. I want your drama, the touch of your hand. I want your leather studded kiss in the sand. I want your love. Love, love, love. I want your love. Scrummy, scrummy, scrumptious, you, your little pudding. I'm going to lap you up and do bad things to you. War games. Um, <laughs> I like your bashful <laughs> war games. <laughs> war games. Uh, uh, okay. Um, uh, <laughs> all right. I'm going to save you a couple years for the end here. We got another one. Case Chicken Tenders uh, says, can we have Darby singing Skinnamarink? A dinky dink. I have to, um, I have to tell you, this song has like an a very real sentimental like heartstrings yeah. pull at me and I right, can't well, wait to see it be done by Darby Allen. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there you go. Skin dinky dink. Skin do. I love you. Malachi Black. 
Skinnamarinky dinky dink. Skinnamarinky do. I love you. I love you in the morning and then the afternoon. I love you in the evening and underneath the moon. Malachi Black. Skinnamarinky dinky dink. Skinnamarinky do. I love you. That's it. No. I don't know. In some ways, I'm so ready for them to move on from that feud, but in other ways, yeah. I never want to hear Darby Allen not say Malachi Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, now you have to do one. I want you. I want. Oh, no. We're gonna save Tiffany Stratton for the end because it's perfect, and so you get to do this other one. Because one time you did a Ned from South Park, and so people now are requesting it. Kate's Chicken Tenders Jam Beer says. We need to have Kate as Ned from South Park with the voice box saying Dr. Jones by Aqua. I said, should at least be kept to wrestling. No. <laughs> you go, no. No. Why won't the link open? There we go. Mm, sometimes the feeling is right. You fall in love for a first time. Heart beat and kisses so sweet. Summertime love. Ah, yippee-i-yo. Ah, yippee-i-yay. Ah, yippee-i-yo, ay-yay. It's Comrade Forrest! That's, that's, that, that, it's so funny. That that hurts my throat. Yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would say show. Uh, I would say show. Uh, I would say, I would say so. Um, (laughs) um, we got a couple of, a couple of, um, uh, <laughs> uh, Tony D ones. Um, so we'll save those for the end. But uh, Tom LaValle says, uh, uh, Daddy Magic singing, You Don't Mess Around with Jim. And uh, feel free to change names in the song as you like. Oh, like this, we weren't going to take that. No, this is license. definitely not the. Oh, the. This is the, I guess it's the same lyrics, right? But this is the, this is the cover by the group Poison, which is definitely not the version that I know of. Um, I don't know this uh, song. I don't think. Oh yes, you do. Yeah, I do. You don't, you don't know the. Nobody knows the Poison version, but it, yeah, there's, there, yeah, it's the, it's, it's an old one. I forget, Jim Croce, I think, maybe. Um, oh. Um, well, the Bowery got its bums. 42nd Street got Bim Jim Walker. He's a pool shooting son of a gun. Yeah, he's big and dumb as a man can come. He's stronger than a country horse. And when the bad folks all get together at night, they all call Big Jim Boss. Just because, yeah, they say, you don't tug on Superman's cape. Huh? You want a taste? You don't spit into the wind. You don't pull the mask off the old load ranger. And you don't mess around with Jim. And when I say Jim, I mean Chris Jericho. You want a taste? Taste of the titles. Um, that's done with that. Uh, and I'm going to do uh, one. Uh, <laughs> um, Luis Villarreal says, Tony D... Singing Chicken Stew by System of a Down. And then... Okay. What a splendid pie. 
pizza, pizza pie. Every minute and every second. Bye, 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 bye. What a splendid pie. Pizza, pizza pie. Every minute, every second. Bye, 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 bye. Pepperoni and green peppers. Mushrooms, olive chives. Need therapy, therapy, advertising causes. Need therapy, therapy, advertising causes. It, 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 it basically just keeps going on with this. Like, is it, uh, advertising got you on the run, need therapy. Advertising's got you a pizza pie, basically, is what they're talking about here. Gabagool. Um, you know, I, I honestly do. Uh, I did. There was a time when I really uh, liked um, System of a Down. Still think they have some great hits, but yeah, going back and reading their lyrics, a lot of them entirely nonsensical. That is <laughs> entirely correct. nonsensical. Um, uh, Aaron H says, "Thanks for a pep on a bad day for me." I'm oh, sorry about your bad day, Aaron H. Says, "Can we have Braun um, uh, uh, <laughs> messing up Macbeth's monologue?" Braun Strowman auditioning for uh, for Macbeth. Here we go. She should have died hereafter. There would have been a time for such a word. Tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow, and how many tomorrows? Just three? Okay. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Creeps in this petty pace from day to day to the last syllable of recorded. That's what I said. I said syllable. What do you mean? Oh, syllable of recorded time. And all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dust and death. Out, out, brief candle. Lies but a walking shadow. A poor player that struts and frets his hour upon. And Dan is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot. Full of sound and fury. Signifying I'm not finished with you. That was delightful. Um... <laughs> I'm not finished with thee. There you go. <laughs> I'm not finished. I am not finished with thee. Um, uh, okay. Uh, so now we'll just do your. We'll 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 end we'll we'll end it with uh, your Tiffany Stratton and then my Tony D. So here we go. That one's actually very special too. Well, not like special special, but it was a fun way that it came about. Um, <clears throat> the best things in life are free. But you can keep them for the birds and bees. Now give me that money. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. Dad. That's what I want. Yeah, that's what I want. That's what I want. Your loving gives me a thrill. But your loving don't pay my bills. Now give me money. That's what I want. Now give me money. That's what I want. That's what I want. Oh, yeah. That's what I want. That's what I want. Money don't get everything. It's true. What it don't get, I can't use. Thank you. I love the way that when you say it, want is two syllables. <laughs> want. I want. Um, all right. Mike, this evil last one is for Mike. Slash Evil Guru, who I yes. met at um, AEW Dynamite after the controversy, leaving, um, he recognized me, thought it was me, and he said hi, and he was just so kind and so complimentary, and he's another person that doesn't watch NXT but always watches the show, and he loves the jukebox, 
-hmm. and he said he wanted Tony D'Angelo um, doing uh, Never Gonna Give You Up. And I mm -hmm. said, you have to buy me six soft pretzels on the way out of Grand Slam. And he did. No, not really. But um, this is a very special in-person request. And right, uh, it was so nice to meet some of you at Grand Slam. Here we go. We're no strangers to love. You know the rules, and so do I. If full commitment's what I'm thinking of, you wouldn't get this from any other guy. I just want to tell you how I'm feeling. Gotta make you understand, never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. Never gonna make you cry. Never gonna say goodbye, EI. Never gonna tell a lie and hurt you. We've known each other for so long. Your heart's been aching, but you're too shy to say it. Inside, we both know what's been going on, Tony. Oh, we, we. Know the we know the game, and we're going to play it. And if you ask me how I'm feeling, don't tell me you're too blind to see. I'm never going to give you up, Tony. I'm never going to let you down, never going to run around and desert you, never going to make you cry, never going to say goodbye, never going to tell a lie and 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 hurt you. We've known each other for so long. Your heart's been aching, but you're too shy to say it. Inside, we both know what's been going on. We know the game, and we're going to play it, eh? Gabagool, Linda. I feel like you should have rickrolled me while I was doing the Tipsy Strand impression. <laughs> should have rickrolled me right off the screen. I should have. Just... I should have. But good. now, for another time. Kate's Chicken Tenders, Jam uh, <laughs> Beard says, uh, not sure which is better, Kate's Tiffany impression or the fact that Alex cracks up right away because of it. I love it. It Thank is you. perfect. I love it as much as you love uh, the nation, the Nathan Frazier one. And it's even better because yours is accurate and mine is not. I just. All right. It's he's so dopey. <laughs> and you have that, like, you look like a golden retriever and he looks like a golden right. retriever. It's that's true. Fine. It's true. Oh, that's it. That's everybody. That's that's it. We're, we're done. We're done for the night. <sighs> Alice, so. do you have any closing words on this chapter of NXT 2.0? Now that it's dead, uh, good, riddance, done. good riddance. Good riddance. That's what I have to say. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye to this chapter. Everything um, sucked. Everything did suck. It's true. Um, and hopefully it won't suck as much going forward. Uh, but I think if it hadn't sucked, we wouldn't have gotten whatever the hell the show was because we had to think of other things to do to make the review entertaining because the show was so bad. So this is this has been great. Um, um and yeah, here's for another year of it being fun and ridiculous. And um, we'll see here um, <laughs> what, what goes on. Hey, Kate, where, where, where can they find you on, on the everything? You can find me at Miss Kate Fabe on Twitter. You can find me at Kate's on Instagram. And you can find me every Tuesday here with Alex, every Wednesday on the Mark Order Pod, and every Friday doing mm -hmm. the AW Rampage and SmackDown post shows, as well as commentary at Excite Wrestling on October 9th. X with an X, not with the EX. So this is wrestling people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yes. Anyway, uh, yeah, you can find me on the Twitter at Alex Sour Graps. Uh, uh, we'll see how I feel tomorrow if I'm going to be streaming the main event of 
uh, dynamite and if I'll be on the show with Sean Ross that. But if I'm if I'm able to speak, I will likely uh, be on those shows. So look for those uh, tomorrow. Um, but everybody, uh, have a wonderful uh, Wednesday. Take care of yourselves. If you're in the path of whatever hur- Hurricane Ian, just Typical please be Ian. safe, as safe as you possibly can. Uh, our thoughts are with you. Um, keep love you safe, guys. Sure. Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, keep 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 safe, Gabagools, and um, also uh, we love you. Here's to another year of more shenanigans and um, <sighs> keep cool, Gabagools. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.